Welcome to Roy Chapman Ministries. Today, Pastor Roy Chapman has a powerful message from the Word of God that will inspire and encourage you. Join us as Pastor Roy Chapman teaches on the right spirit. I want to speak to you this morning about the right spirit. How many knows that can't have the wrong spirit? But the right spirit is very important. So many people are dealing with the wrong spirit. They've got so many so-called Christians thinking they can stay home and not assembly themselves and be according to the Word of God and they let the wrong spirit take hold. We got to shake ourselves. Hello? I said we got to shake ourselves and we got to realize we are the body of Christ. You know, the world even realizes sometime more than Christians about the different spirits. You know, you, you see the advertisements of uh, alcohol. What do they talk about? The spirits. The spirits. I hear movie stars saying, well, they didn't know how to deal with their demons. In other words, their spirits. Hello, somebody. Well, there's only one way to deal with it. Hello. Don't get too quiet in here. The spiritual life promotes the desire. Can you hear me? What? A spiritual life promotes the desire for the right spirit to operate in you and through you. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Only God can create a clean heart or a pure heart in you. Even David allowed the wrong kind of spirit to come into him and cause him to do things that he shouldn't do. Are you still with me? In Psalms 51 and 10, the psalmist said, Create in me a clean heart. Think about this. Create in me a clean heart. If you're going to have the right spirit, you're going to have to have a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Listen, renew a loyal spirit within me. A what? A loyal spirit. So many times, see, when we're not where we're supposed to be and we're not doing what we're supposed to do, the loyalty leaves. Are you still with me? All of us have temptation, but the temptation gets larger. Hello? When you allow the wrong spirits to come in. Somebody says, well, how can that woman run around on her husband? How can that man run around on his wife? They got the wrong spirit. 
Are you still in the house? Well, they come to church all the time. They have the wrong spirit. You can go wherever, but that don't change you. Only God Almighty can change you, and you've got to be wanting to be changed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I myself went to church for a period of time, and I wasn't changed. I was a bench warmer. I know you never done it, thank God. But I came to church. I was saved. Hello? Or I thought I was. But yet, I wasn't really doing all that I was supposed to be doing. It was a short period of time, but it still happened. Are you still with me? Hallelujah. But when you get the right spirit, I said the right spirit operating within you, we're talking about the spirit of the living God. Oh, hallelujah. If you let the Lord control your life on a daily basis, then the spirit within you is him operating, not you. See, there's the difference. I said, there's the difference. Is it you or is it him? Who's making your decisions? Hallelujah. The total spirit of God is wanting to operate within you and I on a daily basis. He's available. He's available. So we must, we, we, God's people, we must think about what it's all about. We cannot see the Spirit. We can't see the Spirit. Can you see the Spirit? No. You can't see the Spirit. But you can see the results of the Spirit. You can see the power of the Spirit. You can't see the wind. But you can see the results of the wind. I've seen the wind knock down trees, tear down houses, move cars, pick them up, do all kinds of things. But I've seen the Holy Ghost do some powerful things too. Are you still in the house? I said the Holy Ghost is more powerful than the wind. Hallelujah. You may not see it, but you'll see the results. Hallelujah. I like the results. And the Holy Spirit has been here all the time. Even back in Genesis 1 and 2, it said He was here in the creation. The Spirit is so powerful among His people if they allow Him to be. He wants to move among His people, but His people must yield to Him and allow Him to do what He wants to do and how He wants to do it. So many times, we don't want to do what He wants us to do. Somebody says, well, I'm dignified. Yeah. If you let the Holy Ghost take charge, you may not be so dignified. You might have an extra jerk or a shake. Hallelujah. And it might do you some good. The Holy Spirit is at work in every believer that yields to the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 
when Jesus ascended from this earth, his physical body left here. But he said, I give you a promise. I send you a comforter. In other words, I'm going to send you some power. I'm going to send you my presence. His physical body left, but his spiritual body, his spirit is here right now. I mean right now, he is here. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Glory to God. He's among us. He's with us. He's within us. Praise God. Hallelujah. In Luke 24, 49. And now I will send the Holy Spirit, just as my Father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you. Woo. Hallelujah. Fills you with the power from on high. Glory to God. The Holy Ghost is power. Holy Ghost is power. Thank you, Lord. It first come available to the Christian people on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. Acts 2. 1. Starting in 1. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Wait a minute. They were what? They were what? Meeting together. Meeting together. To get people together today, it's hard. Hello? Because there's power in unity. There's power in numbers. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven uh -huh. like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. Hallelujah. And it filled the house. It filled they, the house. Where they were sitting. Hallelujah. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. That was the fire power of the Holy Ghost. That was the fire of God that came and rested upon them. Hallelujah. When you get filled with the Holy Ghost, the fire of God comes and rests on you. It gives you the power and the ability to live for Him. Go ahead. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. They were all filled. They were all filled as the Holy Ghost gave them the utterance. What a God. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost today, you can be. You should be. In the Old Testament, they was empowered for Pacific projects or certain things that they had a purpose to do. But now, every believer, every believer, say every believer, every believer can operate in the fullness of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit is available to everyone. Hallelujah. Every believer that will accept it and believe for it. Are you still with me? Only the Holy Spirit has the power to really make the difference in your life. Only the Holy Ghost can do it. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost will convict you, work with you, 
work on you in every area of your life. From the inside out, he will change you. I know I went up to Asheboro, North Carolina, visit my uncle Gerald many years ago, back, I guess it was back probably in the early 80s. And I was on my way back, and I had thought, even though I was raised in the Pentecostal up until I was 12 years of age when my mother passed away, I was raised with people like A.A. Allen revivals, Jack Cole, and on and on, and Brother Dyrimple and several others, and them tent revivals. And I've seen the power of the Holy Ghost and the healing power of Almighty God. But I had gotten away from the Lord. And I was coming back, and I come into Alabama, and I seen this tent. And I thought, I don't know. I might know that guy, and his name was up there, Lambert. And I thought, Lambert sounds familiar. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, we're going to spend the night here. We're going to go eat. We're going to spend the night here. And we're going to go to that revival tonight. And uh, I like tent revivals. I don't know about you, but I like them. And uh, so, but anyway, make a long story short, I went there. And at that time, I was thinking to myself, even though I was raised and seen miracles upon miracles, I was thinking that I could go to church. I didn't have to clap my hands. Hello. These things weren't really necessary. Speaking in tongues wasn't really necessary. You, you know, you could be a good person and not speak in tongues. So I'm in, I'm in there, and the, boy, the power of God is moving, and I've got myself set. I'm singing and everything. The Lord said, clap your hands. Lord, I love you. Lord, I just praise you. Who glory. Hallelujah. And kept right on singing. He kept telling me, clap my hands. So finally, I said, okay, Lord, if that'll help you, I'll do it. If it won't help you, no, it didn't help him. It helped me. Hello, somebody. In a little bit, I'm clapping my hands. He said, raise your hands and praise me. I said, Lord, you know I love you. Lord, you know I love you. Lord, I just love you so much. You're everything in my life. He said, raise your hands and praise me. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, you know I love you. I kept standing there. The third time, he told me, he said, raise your hands and praise me. There was a feeling that came over me like if you don't raise your hands this time, this will be your last time I'll ask you, and it might be too late for you, period. I, I'll tell you, that feeling you don't want, I'll never forget it as long as I live. I took my hands and started praising the Lord. At the end of the service, they had them ramp, had a ramp up their front. And he said, anybody that wants anything from God, get up here. Well, I grabbed my son, John, because he was deaf in one ear. I grabbed him and took off up there with him. I had seen miracles upon miracles, knew God could do anything. So I got up there, and so, you know, I'm thinking... The Holy Ghost thing, it's not necessary. 
Even though my mama spoke in tongues, my daddy spoke in tongues, all my family spoke in tongues. Long story short, I walked up on that platform to pray for my son. They laid hands on me. I started speaking in tongues. Did you hear me? I started speaking in tongues. It aggravated me in the beginning because I didn't really want to. You didn't want to? I didn't think it was necessary. You have to understand. God will do some things to show you something. And he did it to me that night. He calls me. I'm not saying he'll do it to you. I'm just telling you about me. I can tell you about my testimony. He calls me to start speaking in tongues and couldn't stop. I could not stop. I tried to stop. I come off of the platform. I come back to the seat. I started trying to talk in English. I couldn't. It was nothing but tongues. Are you listening to me? Well, I asked, I ought to go get in my car. And when I started to go back to the hotel, I'm still speaking in tongues. It was later on before I could quit. He made a believer out of me. Are you in this house? Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Tongues changed my life. Literally changed my life. I suggest that everybody speak in tongues. It's necessary. Are you still with me? Hallelujah. It will make the difference. It made a difference in mine. In Philippians 2 and 13. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and power to do what pleases Him. How does that happen? With the Spirit of God. He's working on the inside, working on our desire to have us do His good pleasure in our hearts and our lives. We're talking about having the Christ-type character, Christ-like. Hallelujah. Making a change in our entire life. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is for all believers. Some people say, well, you know, it's not for me. Yes, it is. It's for all believers. Now, you may choose not to do it or receive it. It's a gift. Hallelujah in Acts 14, 52. And the believers were filled with joy. Get this. Filled with what? Joy. And with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit, there comes an extra joy. An extra joy. In Romans 8 and 14. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Do you want to be one of His children? You need to be led by the Spirit of God. In Luke eleven thirteen, Your Heavenly Father, New Living Translation, Your Heavenly Father gives the Holy Spirit to those who ask. To those who what? Ask. It's a gift. You just yield yourself and you ask Him to fill you. If you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, today you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, everyone, dear Heavenly Father, that is not filled with the Spirit of the living God, with the Holy Spirit, 
I'm asking you, dear Heavenly Father, move on them right now in the name of Jesus. And I release the Holy Ghost upon them and in them for the joy of the Lord to spring forth like never before and to touch them in the name of Jesus, your spirit, your power in Jesus' name. Receive ye the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. I give you praise. I give you glory in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening today. You can email us your prayer requests at worshiptabernacle.tv or give your financial support online. Your support is greatly appreciated.